Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. Ron and Annie and Kia, in their infinite wisdom, because where else would you put it, decided to put the oil pressure sender on this particular V6 engine underneath the intake manifold. Why would you make it accessible? Wait, here comes the Mykia. What's a Mykia? Mykia! The car doctor. What's your heart rate and blood pressure, Rich? You know, what's it supposed to be, 120 over 80? You were in the body shop yeah. business, probably a little higher, God bless you. So, a little bit of stress. Yeah. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. I think one of the uh, great things to do is is, is answer your emails because I, I, I kind of enjoy doing that. Um, and here's a fresh one just came in. Oh, not, not, not 10 minutes ago, Ron, I've got a 2015 Explorer XLT with a right front tire that has to be replaced about 10 to 15,000 miles. I, I wonder which that is 10 or 15. So we've got to be accurate details count right in auto repair. I installed new struts, lower control arms, sway bar links and bushings. First set of tires were Goodyear Reliance. Next set were Crosswind 4x4 made in Thailand. I got a comment about that. I'll make you the comment now. 
not a fan of offshore tires. You know, Thailand um, and all the other strange places tires seem to be coming from now. Uh, you know, I don't see great wear, great durability. You know, they are what they are. They're cheap tires. And cheap tires, I just don't see them generating mileage across the board. I, I've got nothing of a positive nature to speak of based on experience. I took it to Tire Warehouse for alignment. Everything was within specs, and they didn't charge me. The left side tire is worn. They didn't charge you. Did they give you a printout? I'd love to see the printout for that, uh, just to see what the real numbers are. The left side tire is worn, but not nearly as bad as the right. How is it worn? Inside edge, outside edge, evenly? Uh, you know, which is it? Steering wheel straight going down the road with no pulling unless I hit some slush or snow spots. That makes sense. What am I missing? First question I've got is, when or how often are tires being rotated? Because nowhere in here do you talk about rotating tires. Vehicles today, what they are, the majority of them need tires to be rotated every six to 8,000 miles. You know, less depending upon how aggressive you drive, more if you drive really aggressively, and depending upon what you're driving. Uh, Robert, or Bob continues, he says, he finishes out by saying, what am I missing? I asked the alignment guy, he thought, what he thought, he said, I had a white buffalo, I can't get rid of the truck till next year, what's your take? Um, tire rotations come to mind, using a better quality tire is another. I'd like to know what would happen with something other than something made in Thailand. Uh, I'd like to know, you know, was Goodyear reliant? I don't, I'm not familiar with that model. I question where it is on the food chain. How many miles did you get out of that one? Is it? Are you getting ten to 15,000 out of each and every tire? Uh, you know, I kind of find that hard to believe. I'd like to know more about that. And then how often, what's the rotation? What tire pressure are you following? And, you know, what sort of driving? What do you do for a living? Is it all stop and go? Is it highway? Is it around town? Uh, you know, all those factors come into play. And... You know, everybody says, well, I've got the white elephant, I've got the white buffalo, I've got the one that... There's always a mechanical reason, there's always a logical reason why something wears or or, or does what it does. Uh, you know, you can't just sit there and say, you know, I've got that one mystery car. Um, I'd really like to know the answers to those questions. Bob, if you get this, could you uh, tell me how often do you rotate tires? Is it possible? Can you get your hands on an alignment uh you know, an alignment printout. If they're not giving you an alignment printout, then they're not really doing an alignment, in my opinion. Um, so just just be mindful of that as well, uh, you know, because there's always an answer. Tires worn. How's it worn? And then how are the back tires? Are the back tires worn? Is it is it is it that they're lasting longer? Might be if they're not getting rotated. So um, I got a couple of questions for you. Answer those, please. Uh, I want to talk to you about Dr. Richard McCann. You know, uh, we mentioned him last week. And, um, you know, his letter, and I found his letter, and he, he wrote me back. And I've never met Dr. McCann. He's, and he's a Ph.D. He's not a doctor, doctor. He's a doctor. And, um, uh, you know, he's, he's a car guy from England. And, you know, the funny thing is he's, he's the verification of proof when we asked him how he heard of us. He was at a bar in the south of London somewhere, and they were playing the car doctor on Friday nights, warm beer in the car doctor. They take the podcast. And, you know, I've had a few cases of people from England coming to visit us um, at the time that were – playing the radio show in the, in the pub and, um, you know, drinking warm beer and listening to the car doctor. What a combination. So um, Dr. McCann wrote back. He says, hey, Ron, this is spooky. You are really my brother from another mother. I had thought of contacting you to say hello several times over the last months, last month to say how you're doing. And I thought, oh, he's a busy man. He doesn't have time to read emails from you. I've got time for emails from you and everybody, Doc. Uh, believe me, sometimes I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning reading emails. I've answered more than a few emails at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And people write back and they go, what are you doing up? I can't sleep. I'm thinking about cars. Dr. McCann continues. He says, as always, your stories from the shop section of the show interest me most. Your lug nut saga 
make me think of a won't fit story that might make you smile. You know, we were talking about um, we recently had uh, more than a few vehicles where the lug nuts are getting um, stripped out and rounded out and bulged out that you can't get the socket wrench onto the lug nut. And then you've got problems getting them off when you're stuck on the side of the road. It's it's just it's horrible. We can't even make lug nuts right in some cars. I just I don't get it. Dr. McCann continues. He says, Ron, I recently bought a 73 Aston Martin V8 last year. It's gorgeous, but it rides on 16-inch aftermarket split rim wheels that I felt didn't look quite right. So I bought a set of correct, crack-tested, but used, (laughs) 15-inch wheels from the factory and got them restored. Even more expense for new tires, but I finally delivered them to the shop. They called me the next day and said, hey, these wheels look great on the back, but there's a very expensive Willwood upgrade brake set on the front and the 15 inch wheels won't fit decision time. And this is why I read you this because everybody gets into trouble modifying a car. Right. Um, and I, I give Dr. McCann credit here. He says, he says to me, do I write off the $5,000 spent so far? Or do I keep going? I kept going. I bought a set of slightly smaller six inch or six pot calipers and rotors for $3,000 and delivered them to the shop. Guess what? The Willwood calipers came not with the adapter brackets to fit the original caliber brackets, but with bespoke mounts. I guess that's a different style mounting setup. So removing them meant that we don't have any original spec caliber brackets. I called Aston Martin. There's only one bracket available in the whole of the United Kingdom. I contacted Bizzarini, who's close to me, and they can make, I guess that's a fabricator, and they can make a handed one on their water cutter. He speaks funny, doesn't he, Tom? What's a water cutter? I guess that's a, you know, well, a water cutter is going to be, you know, what here in the States, we might call it a bridge port or a mill or, you know, some sort of uh, laser guided device that duplicates a part. I didn't dare ask how much. Will it never end? The joy of old cars were on. Stay well. I hope we will meet one day. Truly, Richard. Uh, you know, and I, the point of this, you know, yeah, it's a great relationship and I enjoy these relationships. I enjoy these relationships with each and every one of you that I've had over the past going on 32 years now as we talk about cars is there's a passion in this letter. There's a level of caring in this letter for something. And, you know, that's really what this letter is about. It's, it's taking, uh, you know, an, an almost 50 year old car and getting it together and, and figuring out the, the hows and the whys and the do's and the don'ts and making it work. And I don't think you're going to see that going forward. It will be interesting as we progress and we go down the road of modern cars and futuristics, whatever. Um, you know, where will the love of that be? Nobody listening to this broadcast goes, man, my 386 computer in 1999 was really slick and, oh, boy, I really love that computer. Nobody says that, all right? Nobody thinks of that. Nobody's going to think of their, you know, their 2023 Toyota Camry as good a car as it is. 20 years from now and go, boy, I wish we had another one of those because it was it was just a car. It was a computer with wheels. There's a passion in older cars. There's a there's a desire to fix in older cars. There's a there's a there's a way about it. And uh, unfortunately, that's going to get lost. I had to take a hood. I'm I'm kind of helping a customer out as I typically do. Um, she needs a hood for her 08 Trailblazer and the problem is the hood is rusting. And if you ever look at the way a hood is put together, a hood is, it's spot welded. There's a there's an, a bottom shell and an upper shell. And the two halves are spot welded together and then it becomes a hood. Well, the hood is rusting so badly that I'm afraid she's going to be driving down the road at 60 and the outer layer is going to peel off 
but the inner layer will still stay latched to the rest of the car. So we're going to put a hood on the car. So, you know, I had to find a hood. We couldn't find a used hood. We bought a new hood from GM. GM sends it to you. It's, it's in their black primer. You can't leave it in black primer. If you leave it in the black primer, it's porous, and it will eventually allow the hood to rust. And one thing led to another. We had to get it over to the body shop to get it painted because we decided not to do it in primer because primer really isn't a sealed paint. We'd have to seal it. By the time we go through the whole Mishigas, we might as well just paint the hood and do it right. And, you know, we're not going to save any money in the long run. I took it to the Body Works in Midland Park, New Jersey. I, I know of the Body Works. They've been around a long time. Um, it, it turns out I sort of kind of know the owner, Sam. Sam's brother, Billy, had a silver and gray 56 Chevy back in the day, 50 years ago, that ran around Ridgewood, New Jersey. And I remember this car, Aletto's 56. It was a really sweet car. I walk in, and I was talking to the young lady, and I forget her name, um, but she's the daughter of Sam, the owner. And it turns out that her uncle is Billy. That's I, I knew the name. And I started telling her about, um, I started telling her about, you know, is he... Does he have a brother, Billy? Yeah, he has a brother, Billy. Long story short. Yeah, he's got this 56 Chevy that's been sitting in a garage somewhere for 30 years because he hasn't driven it in that long a period of time. And I said, yeah, that kind of makes sense. And we were talking about how the industry has changed and she's seen it and, you know, she's grown up in it. And if you're the daughter of anybody that's worked on cars, you're just exposed to it by osmosis. You just, you know, you get this industry better than anybody else unless you're actually in a day-to-day working on cars and you know turning that wrench but if you're in the office if you're at home and you hear about it when dad or mom come home you get it and she's telling me the story about how she can't they can't find anybody to come work it's so hard today they can't find people with the talent the skill the desire the will to actually want to fix cars so you know, it made me think of of the passion that's going to be lost, the the ability to 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 you know work on something and truly enjoy it. Uh, in terms of a car, I, I looked out in the shop. They had a '66 Nova. They had an old GTO. They had a Chevelle in the shop. They had something in the spray booth that was being painted, probably by Sam. I didn't get to see it up close. You know, there's a passion to the automobile. There's a desire to be able to work on it. And I think that technology is going to erase that. By the way, when I got back to the shop, I, I called somebody I know at Bergen Votech Schools. They're going to send a couple of kids by to see if they can uh, get a job there and maybe we can uh, help the industry and help these kids and help this shop, you know, get uh, get the help, get some help and uh, expand and grow and maintain. And we can get some more kids interested in the business because we need that. We need people to be able to fix cars. Uh, because without that, we're um, we're in a lot more trouble than we realize. 855-560-9900. Ron and Annie, the car doctor, coming back right after this. Don't go away. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. That's right. If you call and we're not live, you can leave a message and we'll call you back to get you on the air with Ron. 855-560-9900. Speaking of Ron, here he is. We had a um, 2000 Ram pickup truck this week at the shop a, with a 5.9 um, diesel, you know, the, uh, the, the Cummings. And simple enough, the customer had tried doing it himself and he wasn't able to get it done. He um, wanted the power steering pump replaced. Well, I should back up the story. The, the story begins with the customer did try to fix it himself. He changed the power steering pump and uh, a couple other things, and it drove for about 300 miles, and he found himself without power steering one day, um, just completely nothing. And I got to tell you, it's not easy driving a, uh, a 2500 series Ram pickup with a diesel manual transmission and no steering uh, because the steering on that truck also – is the supply pressure point for HydroBoost. It's the um, it's the power brake part. It's the power part of the brake system. Um, you know, HydroBoost is, they use hydraulic pressure to create pressure to apply the brakes instead of a vacuum brake booster because obviously there's no vacuum um, created in a diesel, so they have to do it by other means. So, you know, you're basically trying to drive a pickup truck with big tires, a stick, a diesel, no steering, no brakes. Great. So... You know, we have to, you know, we have to, we have to figure out where it went wrong and then, and then work our way back up the tree and resolve it. So, uh, you know, and in the case of this, the customer wanted to fix it again by himself. And Mike went out and he bought himself all his parts and, um, you know, brought me a pile of parts and a broken truck. And I don't normally do it, but I know Mike personally, he's a good guy. And he just, listen, he's, he's a hot rodder. I, I, it's not a matter of his skill set. It's just, you know, he was just doing a few things I wouldn't normally do. Um, you know, his source of parts wasn't what I considered to be the greatest. And I told him that I said, listen, 
you know, for what this is, this is an older truck. It's a diesel. Uh, the diesel stuff takes a beating. Um, I want absolutely the best parts I can put on it because I don't want to do it twice, and I want them to hold up. The vibration alone will wear half these parts out, I think, in a very short period of time because you got to look at longevity. If you're going to drive a diesel and you plan to drive it the way you can drive a diesel um, in terms of harshness of operation, vibration, environment, um, you know, payload, what it'll carry, things like that, then put good parts on it. He rounded up all the parts and he brought them in and, you know, we set off to take it apart. I got to tell you, it's it's no fun putting a power steering pump in a in a 5.9 diesel because they mount the power steering pump off the timing cover. They mount it backwards off the timing cover and under the intake manifold on the driver's side of the engine. So you have to, you know, you're working part up top, part, part above, part below, stretched out over this 23-year-old dirty, rotten, I shouldn't say rotten, but dirty, smelly truck. You know, oily and greasy, and you know it's it's seen its day. It's got a lot of miles on it, two hundred thousand miles, and we got it done. And and there's a point to my story. There's a reason I'm telling you this. I'm not just trying to sound like I'm complaining. I hope you don't take it that way. But we had to bleed the power steering pump, so we you know did it by normal conventional method. We had followed the procedure for replacing the pump. We we looked it up in all data, and all data took us through the steps. And we got to that and started it up. And, and I'm looking at the pump and where it's located and thinking, well, the HydroBoost system is so much higher than this. I told Danny, I said, there's got to be a bleed procedure. I said, I bet we can't bleed this by conventional method, but we'll try. We'll get it. We'll get an education today, right? Let's, let's try something we've never tried and we're not going to hurt anything. Let's see. Let's see how, you know, how we can come out of this. So we tried and it didn't work. We had no power steering. We read the procedure. You have to fill the pump, let it sit, start it up, crank the wheel 20 times lock to lock, shut it off, let it burp down, put the wheels up in the air, <laughs> crank the wheel 40 times lock to lock. I, you know, I think it took us 12 minutes to bleed the power steering system alone. And that was just the amount of times it took to turn the wheel. It seemed like we were doing it forever. And I, I think the point of it is, and what I'm trying to express to you is, even something simple, even nuts and bolts and mechanical things, things that we know as mechanical, still require a procedure, still require information, still require a step-by-step, -step, and you can't skip steps. You know, I remember back in the day when I wanted to become an auto mechanic, and I didn't know it, but I did in high school, and they didn't know what to do with me either. They didn't recognize you know, my aptitude and they didn't recognize the fact that a good mechanic would need to be able to read, to do math, to operate computers, to be so much more than just a mechanic or technician, whatever you want to call us. You know, one of the things I teach Danny and other mechanics is always got to follow a procedure, got to, got to read, got to be able to go back to the book, electronic or otherwise. And I think that if we're going to raise the next generation of technicians, we got to reinforce the basics and take them back there too. So diesel's done down the road. On to the next thing. I'm Ron and Andy in the car doctor. I'll be back right after this.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Let's do a letter from, I want to read this letter from Bill Pritchard, White House Station, New Jersey. Bill wrote a great letter and um, just a lot of details. There's no real question here. It's just a commentary and I'll, I'll give you my take on it at the end. Hey, Ron, I know you're very busy. So a quick update on the battery question I sent you a few weeks ago and you answered on your show. Thank you for that. I've been listening to you since you were on WR New York and now by podcast and thoroughly enjoy your show. Although I am not too mechanically sound, you can ignore what I wrote below if you want, except for question number one which I found interesting, the conflict on the internet about battery programming. Battery programming is a conflict, Bill, and for everybody else out there. You know, they don't they don't make um, a lot of information easily available. I'll, I'll, I'll say it like that. Number one, Bill wrote, my daughter has a 2018 Explorer with a V6. At my house, her battery went and was all corroded and filthy. She lives in Manville, New Jersey, and got flooded out with her two cars destroyed, so she had to get two new vehicles, and the 2018 was one of them. I purchased a new battery for her, installed it. However, I heeded your warnings about newer vehicles having to go through a specific learning process when a new one is installed. It was almost dusk when I finished, and the Internet had a conflict about whether it needed to be programmed 
So I told her to leave it. She had it scheduled for service at a Ford dealer for an electrical problem. Water was coming in the driver's door and shorting out some things. She contacted the dealer, and they said she could drive it. So I guess it did not need to be programmed, and she's had no problem since then. Um, before I go on with the rest of this bill and for everybody else, you know, the battery programming issue is aimed at they're looking at the specific resistance value of a battery. You know, when, when you stop to break it down and think about it, right, if you were to measure the resistance value of two identical electrical items, they're not always going to be the same. There's always going to be a slight variation. It may, It's not going to be a lot, but it's going to be some variation. Production standards being what they are, it's neither one or they're just not exactly 100%. That programming factor is there to take up for that okay the vehicle will run it may not run as efficiently as it possibly could in some cases it could affect mileage it could affect performance but you can in all cases that i'm aware of still drive the vehicle you may shorten battery life you may not have the charging system operating as easily as it could and you see that's where the key comes back to they're they're using a computer to charge and maintain the electrical system and the battery. And if the battery resistance value has changed and it affects the way the computer will react to and charge the battery, among other things, in theory, on paper, it could affect fuel economy. And that's part of why they they have the programming clause in there. And I have to tell you that I have complained about this to various industry sources for quite a while now that nobody makes a simple, easy-to-interpret does my car need to have the battery programmed or not? Does it need to be, you know, does it need to be reset per se? Um, and nobody seems to have that answer, and I don't know why. Uh, Bill writes on, hey, Ron, I was the one I suggested to use a GPS to determine miles. Yeah, you know what, Bill, to determine how many miles you got and how many miles, gallons you use? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, simple always works best, right? Um, I had sent an email to you asking about changing the automobile transmission fluid on a 2004 PT Cruiser with 12,000 miles on it. After owning it for three years with 9000 at purchase, I did change it and the filter. I wanted to use a synthetic fluid, and surprisingly, all I could get was synthetic fluid, which was great. Um, number four, I like to drive my cars and get the most out of them. Listen to the cars that this gentleman has. For the last few years, I've been using fully synthetic oil in all my cars except my 54 MGTF. Regular drivers are a 2003 Camry, four-cylinder purchase new, and a 1999 Buick Century second owner, both 150,000 miles. Oil has changed at least twice a year. Yeah, that's good. And you know what? A third one thrown in there, you know, might not be the worst thing in the world either. I also have a 1995 Cavalier with 47,000 miles purchased with the PT Cruiser that I use occasionally for drives and also to antique car events. AC is nice. AC is nice, uh, Bill. It absolutely is. My hobby and my two sons and one daughter. 30s and 40s, likewise, is antique cars. I have given a 1950 Olds to my son, 68 Mustang, and a 94 Trans Am he has, the son, and the 61 Olds goes soon. My other son has my 1968 Chevelle Malibu with the mighty 307 engine that I hate. It was already rebuilt around 80,000 miles with a power glide. You know, you can't say power glide like that in a letter bill. People don't know what a power power glide is the automatic transmission. See, that's a car person. Power glide, turbo 400, you know. Uh, turbo 350 or 350 hydromatic, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just funny, the nomenclature and the wording that comes up with automobiles with car people. My other son has a 1942 Packard and a 75 MGB with him getting my 54 MGTF. My daughter will get our 57 Bel Air two-door hardtop. Bill, if you're giving them away, listen, I'm up for adoption. Um, whatever you've got, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll land it to the fleet. Jeez, this guy's got enough cars and my granddaughter will receive my 66 Mustang. 
I'm the membership chairman of the New Jersey number eight, number six. I'm the membership chairman of the New Jersey AAC. That's the Antique Automobile Club of America and belong to Olds, MG, MGT, VCCA, and Mustang Clubs. I know Franklin Griff fairly well and enjoy when you have him on the show. I like Franklin, too. He's a good guy. Keep on with the great show. Here's the best line of it all. And keep Tom on the straight and narrow. I know you have your hands full. So obviously this guy knows Tom Ray. Bill Pritchard, White House Station, New Jersey. Uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's a car guy. All right? Um, you know, and that's somebody that, you know, understands the ins and the outs. He was probably one of those guys that would have been on the, uh, you know, leaning on the fender with my dad working on when my dad was working on the 58 Lincoln back in the day, um, trying to figure out what was going on and, and, and how things worked. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a um, an air of confidence that comes up about being able to maintain. Look at the diversity in those cars, you know, and none of those are what I call cookie cutter cars. They're not catalog cars. All of those cars. They have to be sourced for parts. They all have different systems on them. Look at the variation of years. All right, the technology. You know, to be able to work on all those, there's there's different charging systems there. There's different style engines there. There's different, uh, you know, fuel induction systems there. Um, my gosh, you know, when they said old cars are so simple to work on, eh, I think not. Um, but Bill, I really I really appreciated that letter and. Uh, you know, it's uh, it was very thoughtful and well-written, so um, thank you very much. Let's pull over, take a pause, 855-560-9900. I'm Ron Anini, The Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve 
with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's urgent, 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 as I like to do, that this is a 24-7 phone number. You can call 855-560-9900. Anytime, day or night, it's really there. It's, there's Leave a message. All right, we're live on the air. If you give a call during you know show hours, Saturday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. East Coast time, um, you can call 855-560-9900 also and get on the air. But you can also call it anytime, leave a message, and Tom will call you back and put you in queue for the next live broadcast. And I should stress, I, you know, I appreciate the emails, and I, I will respond to them in time. I do prefer to answer questions up here on air because then everybody benefits, and uh, if possible, I prefer to talk to you because usually I have questions that um, you may or may not answer. You may not answer uh, in the email, so it leads me to wonder. I'm just trying to get you to an exact diagnosis, so uh, just be aware of that. Um, you know, so consider calling 855-560-9900. Leave a message. Tom will get back to you. Hey, Ron, I wanted your opinion on coolant. Um, this comes to us. It doesn't say who this comes from. They didn't sign their name. Oh, Glenn, I'm sorry. Uh, I wanted your opinion on coolant. I had the cooling system drained and flushed on my 2016 Avalon, currently with 85,000 original miles at the dealership. Prior to the service, I had checked the owner's manual, which suggested that the original coolant was good for 100,000 miles or 10 years. You know, it's funny, Glenn. Uh, <laughs> And I've read this in the owner's manuals, and not knocking Toyota, but Toyota says that the first coolant service is 10 years, 100,000 miles, as you state. Then the second coolant service is 5 years, 50,000 miles. And the, the, the answer that I always get is because they feel by then the cooling system has broken down such that it will shorten the life of the coolant the second time around. And my response was, well, if you change the coolant the first time around, at the proper interval or at a shorter interval, if you changed it at 50 or 75, would it last longer because it stays cleaner? I never seem to get an answer there. There's an engineer at foot. Thanks so much, Glenn. P.S. I did a trans service at about 70,000 miles, but unfortunately let the brake fluid lapse until the coolant was changed. Um, you know, Glenn, I, I like, I'm a, you know, you want my opinion on coolant? I'm going to give you my opinion on everything. I am a uh, change it sooner rather than later kind of guy. All right. I think fluid is the easiest thing to do to maintain a vehicle. I think fluid goes a long way towards telling us what kind of shape the vehicle is in and it helps maintain it in shape. Uh, you know, we, I am a five to 6,000 mile synthetic oil, oil change guy. I don't even count conventional anymore. We don't even stock conventional oil in the shop. Everything is synthetic. I got rid of all the synthetic blends and conventionals um, because number one, there's so few vehicles that use them. Number two, the price point doesn't seem to matter when you compare the price of an oil change versus the price of the new car. And, you know, it's just easier to say everything's full of synthetic. We're done. Let's just let's just put the better stuff in, right? Let's spoil our cars and spoil ourselves at the same time. So, you know, let's just be aware of that. Um, as far as coolant, I, I, I like what you did. I like it at 85,000 miles. I would have personally have done it at 60,000 miles. I, I think that first coolant change, only because there's no difference in the coolant that they're using. They're, you know, that, that, that super long life Toyota that they put in at 100 is the same coolant that they put in at 50. 
And I'm not sure what they're basing that on. I, I think this is a classic example of marketing departments that want to be able to say, hey, you don't need to do anything to the car for the first 100,000 miles, which I think is nonsense. It's a machine. Let's uh, let's do some maintenance to it. So um, I think that's a good job. Do the brake fluid flush now, and I think you'll be fine. Uh, depending upon what the fluid is, Toyota's generally their fluid seems to stay cleaner uh, for some reason in most applications. So, But doing it now is better than not doing it at all. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Tom in Massachusetts, a new Subaru and some brake issues. Tom, what's going on? How can I help? Hey, Ron. How you doing? Good, sir. Yeah, it's more than issues. You know, it has all the bells and whistles, the auto stopping and gearing and all that jazz. Um, the other day, I just jammed the brakes on for no reason. Uh, it steers over the line. I don't know if that's a, you know, an adjustment they can make or... How, when you say, when you say new, Tom, what year is this vehicle? So 23, whatever okay. we use, a couple yeah. hundred miles on. Right. So my first thought is, this has ADOS. This has um, automated driver assist. It's got the camera. Yeah. In the, it's got the camera in the rearview mirror. It's got probably got cameras in the side mirrors. Uh, this vehicle. Yeah. This vehicle has steering correction. Correct. Yes. So there's either a problem. There's probably going to be a fault code. I would take it back right away and have them okay. do a complete scan. Describe what you're going through. Uh, yep. You know, there's probably going to be a fault code. If not, at the very least. They should perform, unless they've got a bulletin on it that they're not sharing with us, that we're not aware of, but they should at least do a calibration check, meaning to verify whether or not the system is in calibration. Because the system may not set a fault code. It may not know that it's out of calibration. Um, you know, we've seen this before. We had a call a couple of years back. Um, you may recall that the woman had a windshield replaced on a Subaru, as a matter of fact. She was out of Florida. She had, she had the windshield. Yeah. She had the windshield replaced on a sixteen or seventeen Subi, and ever since then, she had some strange occurrences with the way the vehicle was tracking and handling, and um, different lights going off and fault codes being set. And long story short, after thinking about it for a week, I called her back and I told her. I asked her simply, "Did you ever have a windshield put in the car?" And she said, "Yeah." And my next question was, did you have the system calibrated? And she said, no, my husband didn't want to pay for it. I said, wow. I said get it calibrated. All right. Yeah, so it's the last brand car I wanted, but there's nothing else. Right. I mean, yeah, there's nothing else out there. Um, yeah. So, you know. She, you, you use hand gestures to put the heat up and down. It's just friggin' horrible. It's like yeah. it's haunted, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but... Um, <laughs> You know, have them have them go through it. I'd be willing to bet they're either going to find a fault code, it's out of calibration, or, you know, we've got a software update in need. But I would be concerned for safety because you can't have the vehicle taking over and doing what you're describing it's doing. It can be dangerous in the wrong situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. So, all right, all right sir. I'll do that. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Right. You'd be well. Uh, yeah, imagine. You know what? Um, ADOS is great until it isn't. And then you've got a problem. So uh, let's go through it one step at a time. I know Tom's smiling at this. I know what he's, he knows what I'm thinking. So let's pull over and take the pause. 855-560-9900. We're back right after this. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ron and Andy, the car doctor here. I want to, I want to talk to you about the use of TSBs and, and some of the information that bulletins actually contain and, you know, when and where and how they're applicable. Um, and, and I'll give it to you in a real-world story. We had a 2016 Honda in the shop this week that needed, um, well, it was in for a check engine light and multiple dashboard lights going on and off. And the primary light that was on that we were of concern with was a P0430. At 63,000 miles, most cars do not suffer catalytic converter failure because a P0430 usually is a cat failure fault. Um, and not that we diagnose by mileage or pattern failure like that, but it's just it's something you know you keep in the back of your head. And and part of the procedure for diagnosing anything is is research, right? We research so much during the course of the week at the shop that you know if you're if you're not doing research as part of your diagnosis, and if you're not doing a diagnosis, you're doing the customer a disservice. You've you've got to take time to read. You've got to you know resolve that information. And that's that's part of what it is. So from time to time, in a lot of cases, you'll come up against bulletins. There's 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 you know, campaigns, which is one step below a bulletin. There's preliminary bulletin information. GM has that. 
there's a technical bulletin, which is an actual issue from the manufacturer saying, hey, if you've got this problem, here's a potential and likely solution. And then you've got a recall. A recall is the last step. You generally, as the consumer, if the vehicle is out of warranty, pay for everything below the recall level. So you would pay for a TSB, you would play, you would pay for a preliminary information. And in most cases you pay for a campaign. It's just a recognized, we, we see this failure on a regular basis. Here's what we can do to correct it before it becomes a bigger problem. Cause they're always trying to prevent small problems from becoming big ones. You can also ask for proof of, I, I just got an email today from a caller asking about a 2020 F-150 with an oil consumption issue. He's going through two quarts of oil every 5,000 miles, and the dealer wants to do this, this, and this to it. Uh, you know, where did they get that information? All right, do they, do they have some form of credence to lend, you know, credibility to that? Um, don't be afraid to ask for information. But understand, bulletins get generated based on the volume of failures. Campaigns get generated based on the volume of failures. They don't want to let it get to a recall, so they try to do one of the first three first before they get it to that recall level. So we'll talk about it more next week in next week's show or anytime you have a question. Until then, I'm Ron Annie in the Car Doctor. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.